Welcome back to Changing the Times. By far my favorite music. David, we are on the eve of March Madness. After two years of waits, a pandemic, now they're all in bubbles in, San- in Indianapolis. We're about to get started tomorrow. The field of 68 is set. I'm your host, Josh Dacey, alongside my colleague, David Ulack, who played in this event seven years ago, David? Eight years ago? Um, 2013, so this would be eight years ago. Seven tournaments ago. Seven tournaments ago. Seven tournaments ago. And what a magical moment. And, uh, you know, we'll let you have the moment to relive that moment when you cut down the nets in the conference tournament of the Southland. We're also joined by our colleague, Spencer Grossinger, who was at a big-time Sixers game, from what I understand tonight. Spencer, thanks for getting back in time for a late-night edition of Changing of the Times. Boys, it's finally here. It's finally here. The pandemic couldn't keep it, all right? All 68 teams are set. There's no Louisville this year. There is a Coach Patino, okay? There's no Utah, but there is a Utah State. There's the Grand Canyon. Antelopes have made it to the tournament, Spencer, for the first time. That's that's special meaning to you and I because we'll, we're helping fund their athletic uh, funds. Mm-hmm. So um, you got the Drew brothers that are in there. David, where do you want to begin? Uh, what region would you like to start? Um, you know, it's a – you know, let's, let's start at the top region. I guess, I guess the region that everybody sees on all their brackets um, would be the Gonzaga region. I don't. Even, I guess that's the West. That is the West, David. It is the West. Like, I mean, is there like it's kind of funny? It's like the the woman's side. I actually think it has it right. They're calling it like the Alamo Riverwalk, like theme of like San Antonio City, like in Indianapolis. We're just West, East, South, Midwest. We can't even get themes of Indianapolis when it's all in one spot, but. We'll call Gonzaga coming out of the West. And I think probably the three of us will be calling Gonzaga coming out of the West at the end of this. Is it fair to say, Spencer, unless you probably have maybe, a, I don't know, Ohio probably sneaking through, right, Spencer, to get to the Final Four? I don't, actually. It's I funny. love Gonzaga in this. It's funny in this Western, this, um, Western region, it's one, one thing that – jumps out right away to me at this West region. I don't know if any of you caught this on selection Sunday. It's, you know, Gonzaga is his favorite. Gonzaga is his favorite, right? Yes. Okay. And everyone will go, well, Gonzaga will come out the West. Oh, that's just chalk. Well, in the reg- in the regular season, let's look at who they've played. The two seed, Iowa, Gonzaga, smacked them. Yeah. The three seed, Kansas, Gonzaga, smacked them. Virginia, even with all their COVID woes, Gonzaga smacked them. Creighton, you know, like no, no, no knock on. I know Spencer likes Creighton, so I'm not trying to take a hard knock on Creighton. But look, what was the last thing we saw of them against um, Georgetown? They got waxed. They yeah. got waxed. So, and it's not a knock. I'm not trying to be funny here. No, no, start, no one can argue that, David. Yeah. So, like, you know, then you start going USC, who could actually be dangerous, Lord. but I, it's like Oregon, eh. It's like there's no one in this region that either really scares me or the other seeds that I can't just say. Unlike any other team, the number one seed I think has beaten the two, three, and four seed in that bracket, which is – I don't know when the last time it's ever actually happened, but well, – It's definitely, David, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to other uh, – like Gary Parrish, who I absolutely love. He's great. Yeah. I, and those guys are saying this is an, this is awful. Like we've already seen this region. All right, we've seen it all year. You know, Gonzaga—they've blown everybody out. They've destroyed them. Like this is just a replay. You know, obviously Luca Garza from Iowa. Number—he's the best player in college basketball, hands down. To get his number retired at Iowa, we all love him. But he destroyed—they destroyed him already. 
you know um yeah. i mean so this this is a region that you know you and i we, we can discuss i mean with all due respect i mean oklahoma limps in i don't have much faith in missouri you know at the eight nine game the one team i mean the one team that i look at and say God, could could USC sneak into that elite eight? I don't know. You know, that's the that's the one team I look at and think maybe because of because they do have a pro on the team. Now, granted, it would be neat if you did have if you had Jalen Suggs, who's like with Gonzaga, potential you know second or third overall pick, uh, playing against Evan Mobley for, for the Final Four. That could happen. That would be something of very interest. I, I, it's a Kansas team that there are no pros this year on that team. You know, there aren't. But they're, you know, and they're not, they're not your traditional Kansas team, but they're pretty good. They could battle, which will be, which will set up an interesting uh, second round matchup between, between, I believe, Kansas and USC. Spencer, what are your thoughts? You haven't said much yet. Yeah, well, I'm not getting directed over here, but no, it's fine. Um, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm being a good, I'm being a good guest on the show. <laughs> the halo is being. You're acting like I'm really quiet. Um. Well, we're, uh, we're gonna get like we're gonna let you have well, 15 minutes to talk about Creighton. I think that UVA will won the COVID of UVA, so maybe Ohio. I think Creighton is actually done in this thing, and and I like doing this with teams I like sometimes, like saying that they're done, so then I'm pleasantly surprised because Creighton's never made a Sweet 16 ever. That's going back to Doug McDermott. It's going back to Dana Altman. It's going back to Kyle Korver. They've never made a Sweet 16. They 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 might have a chance. Um, against USC Green, uh, against the um, actually California Santa Barbara, because they haven't played anybody. A lot of these teams in this tournament, a lot of these uh, small conference teams, they they don't play any out of conference because because of COVID. So you don't really know how they match up. I, I think Iowa is is a terrible two seed. They play no defense at all. Um, USC, David, I was going to ask you about USC. If they were ever going to play Gonzaga, I think the one way to beat Gonzaga is to slow it down and make it a rock fight. Do you think USC will do that? If they play Gonzaga, can the game be in the 60s or no? I, I think I think that there's a, what's it called? There is a blueprint to beat Gonzaga, but once again, it's like a blueprint if everything goes right. I think in the first half, the way the Beacon Zaga is, you have they can come out the game sleepy sometimes, and you kind of saw it against BYU. So the blueprint would actually, to me, would be speed the game up early, and if you can get it up, then try to to then methodically just slow it the fuck down. So not they mean to. That would be my blueprint. Is you know I don't think you can methodically play one way against them the whole game. I think. There has to be just change it up. But I think USC could potentially, because they are big, you know, it, it takes away the interior, interior, what's it called, the interior game. And then maybe if you got to Elite Eight, you know, then you just have to hope for a bad shooting night for Gonzaga. How about Drew Timmy? Can you attack him defensively? Like a like have a small five on Drew Timmy? Um. See, so the thing is Drew Timmy actually plays well inside. It's just that kind of against even the thing you saw against BYU is that Gonzaga plays more like they try to build the wall kind of like teams do to Giannis, but they do that every game. Like they don't love to give up inside. So if you can stretch them out from three, you know, Gonzaga is always vulnerable, but, you know, they, they seem to do a good job. And then when they need to step up, it's like they're building the wall, but then you've got Jalen Suggs, probably one of the top, top two or three 
on-ball defenders in college basketball, you know. And then when they need to turn it up, it's like you've got um, that guy, Jay Ajay or whatever his name. I, would, I know I'm saying the guy for the old running back. I forget his name. The, the wing guy from France that they have. And then Andrew Nemhard. And they just speed you up in so many different ways. And then Aaron Cook, you know, a 15-point-a-game scorer from your favorite school, Southern Illinois, transfers. And there's so many guards. I don't know. It, well, yeah, of course, you got Corey Kisper and those guys. I'm just saying, even the guard play defensively, you know. Dave, this team is actually one of the greatest teams to ever play college basketball. They're like, you know what they are, David? They're like 2017 Nova. I would, I would, I would think. Um, right? Wouldn't you say that they're like that team? Yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be a real hard team to beat. And you know, one of these yeah. things I get a little bit defensive over. Maybe we'll move on from Gonzaga in a minute here and the love fest that we're gonna we're giving them right now. It's, story. Um, um, it's something to the sense that you know it just seems like there's you can't show the immediate weakness on this team. Like where in like the eighth, ninth man, I, I just don't see where the hundred percent weakness is. David, let's be honest. Mark, you built a machine this year. He continues yeah. to retool it, and you know what? He's finally gotten to the point where if this isn't his year, then when will it be? I mean, he's got a lottery, two lottery, two potential lotteries. I understand something. Drew came along, okay? But Jalen Suggs, I've seen him play since he was a freshman in high school when he was working with when he was on the Under Armour circuit. He was a national player a year for not only basketball in Minnesota, but also for football. He's had an offer from Ohio State to be a quarterback. It's phenomenal how gifted that is. I mean, I know there's only one person on this uh, show that had offers like that, Spencer. You know, congratulations. Um, but, uh, you know, Taylor yeah. Tuggs is a true talent. He's a true talent. And then, you know, to see the, the, the some of the, the transfers that have come in and they've really developed. And, I mean, this is a monster. It's really hard to look at and say who's, you know, sure, Gonzaga is going to have an off night. They haven't had one yet. They really haven't. They struggled early, struggled a little bit with Purdue, but, you know, they found a way. They've been blowing out teams all year. I mean, if anyone's going to do it this year, if they don't do it this year, I'm going to say I don't know if they ever do it. Let's just say that much. So, yeah. um, Spencer, if you would look at this region, okay, give me your Sweet 16 team. The West? Of the West. Yeah. Who's your, and who's first your of all, in every bracket, I'm a little bit different. Well, we we know who Spencer Grossner is. That's who he is. Well, everyone, yeah, the flip flop. But I I've stuck with one bracket before and gotten burned. So I want to spread out the love. All right. All right. Well, on this all, bracket, all right. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have. I'm going with Oregon uh, in the Sweet 16 over Iowa. I think Iowa's a bad defensive team, and then I love USC because Kansas has the COVID issues. They're not a good Kansas team. Um, you're going to have Drake USC, which is going to be a lot of fun, um, or Wichita State. But yeah, I have USC advancing, and then I'm going to have USC, and then this is where I take my swing. I'm going to have the Ohio Bobcats. So I have Ohio, I have USC. No, excuse me, USC versus Oregon, a Pac-12 battle, Gonzaga, Ohio. Okay, I like it. Uh, I mean, uh, Ohio, Ohio has a pro one team. They David, they do. Jason Preston, I mean, yeah. the Bulls, I, I've, I've liked him as a coach. I mean, I've dealt with him in recruiting, good guy, you know, when he was at Stony Brook. Um, you know, I, I you, you look at Ohio, they played um, Illinois to like a one-possession game early in the year. You know, you're right, Jason Preston is a pro. It's not 
is not the craziest pick. My my pick actually will be Gonzaga Creighton. Um, and I do actually think Ohio will beat Virginia, and I could be just dead wrong. I just think that the fact that you know they won't practice until Friday is just absolutely huge. And you're traveling, you can't practice till Friday. You're traveling to Indiana on Friday for a Saturday game. I was just I highly question what the conditioning level can possibly be of for seven guys that on the team are quarantined. The only thing that I will say is we don't know who those seven guys are. If like their starters aren't forced to quarantine and they're able to do individual workouts, I would have a totally different pick on this game, but there's just not enough information who it is. But I'm going to say Gonzaga Creighton, um, USC, and I'm, I'm going to say Iowa. All right, so I'm writing this down because I think there's going to be another bet that's going to be put on the line with this. We're picking our Sweet 16 teams, all right? Because we'll reconvene next week. So, David, just so just so I'm clear, you have Gonzaga and Creighton, mm-hmm. and you have Iowa and who? I'm sorry. Uh, Iowa and USA. And USA. Spencer, you said? Oregon, USC. Oregon, USC. Ohio, Gonzaga. Ohio, Gonzaga. Okay. All right. Spencer, you know what's funny? I, I always enjoy the outlier. You know, and in a, in a year where there's full, it's full of them. All right, so I'm going to go Gonzaga because I think Gonzaga's winning the whole thing this year. Um, I'm going to have Virginia over UCSB. Uh, okay, to yeah. get there, so I'm going Gonzaga, Virginia. All right, um, Tony Bennett. Now watch, he'll probably get bounced in the first round. That's a guarantee. That's happened before as a one seed, and I'm going to go. I want to go Grand Canyon. You, re- you realize that, Spencer. I'm really tempted to go Grand Canyon here. You know, Grand Canyon really looked. By, by the way, Grand Canyon looked great against New Mexico State. Yes, they did. <laughs> There's a lot of love between those two schools with me too. So mm-hmm. I am going to go Iowa, and I'm going to go uh, USC. Just like Ulac. No, they went Creighton. They went Creighton. Iowa and USC. Okay. All right, all right. So let's move down the. Uh, let's to go the, to the, let's go to the south. Only reason I say that because I think the east might be our most entertaining region. Oh, it'll definitely be entertaining with Spencer. Or the Midwest. I agree. The Midwest too is my favorite. But all let's right. go to the south. All right. So I agree. okay. So we got, you got Baylor versus Hartford. We all know who's that's chalk right there. All right. Hartford through. I, I think that the next game is two disappointing teams all year: UNC versus Wisconsin. Honestly, I, I mean, I David, you know this in our preseason. I have Wisconsin in the final. You, you've been high on Wisconsin all year, Coach. I mean, and, I mean it was rightfully so. I mean, we've had this discussion a little bit. They they hit all the boxes, in my opinion, of what should be a Final Four type team. I just I keep on reiterating, in my opinion, is that they just lack dynamic talent. But yeah. they have like to me, they have five role players on the floor at all times, and they just don't have a true alpha. But that's every Wisconsin team. But yeah, know. that's not every Wisconsin team, though, Spencer. Because you, like, what's it called when they had um Kaminsky? That's an alpha. You know, yeah, you, you have like Sam that's an alpha. You have Nigel Hayes. That's an yes. alpha. Yes, Jackson. Yeah, Bronson yeah. David, By the way, Spencer. On a side note, Bobby Crawford was blown away by your 2013 knowledge of uh, NCAA basketball last night. That's right, David. We were talking about um, 
you were talking about Dunk City happened that year, David. Oh yeah, I I remember that tournament that year. Spencer knew it very well. David was in the tournament that year. Yeah, David was in the tournament. It's it's maybe the greatest tournament, David, ever. David thinks so too. I would say I was a big contributing factor to that. Yes. Because David, where was the final four that year? Um, I want to say it was in. Um, I want to say it was in Dallas. Who won the? I said that. I said that. Guess what? It's in Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Oh, you know what? Dallas was the year after that. I went to the one the year after. I went to school. You yeah. did when they won undefeated Wichita State and Kentucky was in that. Kentucky was in it, and the reason, yeah, the reason I know that is because one shining moment had SFA. I shouldn't have said Dallas. I was there, and I'm, I'm an idiot for saying that. Oh, David, um, but that was when Trey Burke, you know, hit the shot over Kansas in Dallas. Uh, you know, uh, Florida, Florida beat Florida Gulf Coast oh. in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, oh, yeah, but we're getting off the rails. But yeah, it was, yeah. and Wichita made it to the Final Four that year. So Wichita did not make it to the Final Four that year in Dallas. Oh uh, no, in 2013 though, the one where you were in it, man, the best uh, tournament. Oh, uh, you're you're right. Carl Hall was a senior. Your boy. Yeah, man, right. into a little um, fight back in JUCO days. David wasn't afraid. David, David was not afraid to back down, Spencer. He wasn't. Yeah, I, got, I got I got into a little bit of a fight against. Uh, he was at Broward. That's when they were. In, he was at Northwest Florida. I got into a little bit of a scuffle with good old Carl Hall. I would have loved. Uh, he, would my, he he would kick my ass if there weren't refs involved. <laughs> big guy. I'm not. Would have been a fan favorite, David. If I was watching. Um... He, he, he he big Carl Hall. Carl Hall is a big guy. I mean, I was not afraid of a challenge, but I mean, that's that's a big. <laughs> Yes. All right. All right so, so let's get ahead. back into this. Okay. So we're in the East. I'm sorry. We're in the uh, South bracket. So David, is anyone going to beat Baylor coming out of this? Um, I I think Baylor, since the COVID pause, is very, very, very susceptible to being beaten. Yeah, I don't think that they will get to the Final Four. I'm not 100 who I would. I think that they do get to that Elite Eight, but you know that I think that they're their toughest game will actually – I think if they get to the Sweet 16, they get to the Elite Eight, but they'll have a tougher game in that North Carolina-Wisconsin um, second round than they will have in a, in a Sweet yeah. 16. I would agree to that because obviously, you know – Villanova, Purdue-ish. You Colin, know. Colin Gillespie's out. Justin Moore, uh, Ryan Archidiacono, his brother. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Archidiacono. He's starting, which is, no, which is a surprise. You know, he's a preferred walk-on at one point. Um, all right, Spencer. Talk, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about let's talk about the other side because I agree with David. Baylor should get through. Uh, I I agree. I, I think Baylor is going to make it to the championship versus Gonzaga. Wow, going out there. Deep. Yeah, well, that, that's what we're talking all year. Exactly. You got to stay with what's happening all year. I mean, Massey Oteague. I, I love Davion Mitchell. I think he can play great defense. I think that this this coach. I'll tell you a team in. Uh, in the south, or, or yeah, you want to go to the bottom of the south? No, no let's just do. Yeah, okay, let's yes. do that. Okay, so okay, it. how about I love the Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders. I love this team's athletic ability. I think that Texas Tech they're going to beat Utah State, and then you look at Arkansas, Coach Musselman. I mean, he has it, Arkansas doesn't have a ton of experience playing. Um, in in March Madness or, or to go back in the last 20 years. I can't even remember Arkansas. Coach Musselman's only been there two years. He's done a great job. I, 
Yeah, he's done a tremendous job, but I really think that Arkansas likes to shoot threes a lot. I think Texas Tech can beat Arkansas. All right. You go to the Elite Eight. So you're going you're – going, okay, so you, Texas Tech's in, in there. Who else coming out of that? Was it Florida? Well, well then I think Florida-Virginia Tech – so I think that's such a boring game. I mean, don't you guys? Florida every year just, just bores me. I, hate, I think Mike White. I hate Mike White. Okay, so I will never pick. Mike yeah, White. so dry, so boring, right? What do they do? That's exciting. They're always like a seven seed every single year. So, so Spencer, give me your. So who's coming out of that? So Ohio State's kind of a shoe in to play Texas Tech. I'm taking Tech and Baylor. Uh, you want me to do? Let's do the Sweet Sixteen yeah. matchups, right? Yeah. The interesting one is the Villanova and Purdue thing because you could have Winthrop, right? Um. I'll go Purdue. I'll go chalk here. Baylor, Purdue, and Tech and Ohio State. Um, mm. So you said Baylor, Purdue, Texas Tech, and Ohio State. Mm. Okay. All right, David. I'm going to take Baylor. Hmm. I'm going to take Baylor, Winthrop, Tech, Ohio State. Actually, no, 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 That's no, a good... no. Ooh. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're still going to do Baylor, Winthrop, Ohio State, Arkansas. I really like Arkansas. Mo- Moses Moody is a difference maker. I think Tech wins the first game. I've been high on Tech all year, their talent, but for some reason it hasn't seemed to – 10 17 i mean 17 and 10 just you know they find ways to lose games that they shouldn't be winning all year and i don't know if that changes against arkansas all right well i'm gonna go i'm gonna go straight high major i'm gonna go ohio state arkansas baylor purdue all right coach i mean i just think that baylor's they get it together and they shoot well they're gonna get it rolling i think purdue no one really talks about them in the Big Ten. Kind of underrated. I think they'll be able to get it done. I like Arkansas. I actually like Arkansas to get to the to the Elite Eight. Excuse me. So, really? Um, yeah, I do. You think they could play enough defense in this tournament? I think anything's possible in this tournament. All right, so let's jump into the uh, Midwest region, Spencer. I mean, we got the Drexel Dragons, a 16 seed. Excuse me. I got something in my throat. Uh they're one of the few bright spots. Actually, they probably have the most momentum coming into the tournament in Philadelphia. You know, the Drexel Dragons. We're fired up, Spencer. Are you ready for this? Is that going to be – there's only one team, Spencer. Trivia question. Trivia time. David, yes. this is what I'd like to have, like a State Farm Auto trivia time question. Okay. Name the – the in, in the entire tournament of 16 seeds, can you name the one team that defeated a one seed? Yes, I can name that team. Can you? I asked you the question, of course. So you want UMBC uh, Golden Retrievers? Correct. And can you name the head coach? It's actually not the Golden Retrievers, but yeah, UMBC. The Terriers. It's a dog. It's right, a dog. Right. I go. With that, um, I don't know the head coach. No, I actually David? don't. Know that. Bonus points. His father was. Who was the head coach? Who was the head coach of that team? Um, Ryan Odom, I think. Bang, baby! Can you name Spencer? Can you name his father and what team he coached for a while? In college basketball, yes. I know. I I know. Uh, Indiana State. I I don't know. David, it's his father's Dave Odom, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. He was at Wake Forest for a long time. A yeah, lot of guys. Yeah, he's, he's on like fucking CBS or something like that now. He's dead. Actually, he died a heart attack. He's dead. 
He died it's on like a treadmill. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, but that was good. That was good. That was good trivia. I like no, it. No, no, you're a very good coach. You know that he's not dead. There's no way. That, that happened that oh, Friday right. night. I'm thinking, you're right, Dave. I'm thinking of Skip Prosser. My fault. You're right. I'm looking this up. I was about to say, I don't think Dave Owens dead. No, <laughs> Dave's no, still ticking. Right. He is not going to wood. I screwed yeah. that up. It was Skip Prosser who died on a, on a treadmill during a, the Oh, ride. my God. That was tragic back in the day. Yeah. Spencer, he died literally. He was, sand, he was on a treadmill in in a, like a, in, in a hotel getting ready to go out and recruit. He gets on the treadmill. He's jogging, jogging, and just drops dead on the fucking treadmill next to another coach. Oh a heart God. attack. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. All right, listen, we're gonna have good memories, good memories. Okay. All right. So, so here we go. So, um, all right. So we're in the mid- Midwest region. Illinois has been dominant. You know, uh, I love their backcourt. David Spencer, you can. Who's the backcourt player? That what's his name? It's very difficult for me to say. I don't even know on it. Ayo Desumo. Yeah, Ayo Desumo. Ayo Desumo. Ayo Desumo, and he had his Kobe moment after they won in overtime the other night. I loved it again. Big Ten championship. He's got Love, the mask. He does. Love him. That 8-9 matchup in that region. Oh, boy. Josh Pastor in the ACC conference. Porter Moser. Versus Porter Moser, who is rumored to be headed to Indiana if he can win string two games along. Oh, Sister boy. Jean's coming, baby. Hey, by the way, did you sign up under Sister Jean for, for the pool? I did, yes. Okay, so my buddy texted me. He says, is that you, Sister Jean's team? I said, no, it's not, but I know who it is. So, um, okay. So then um, you got Tennessee, who I root against. I- I'd rather see Oregon. Yeah, uh, apparently, um, one of their um, assistant coaches is a done deal to George Mason. To Mason. That's unbelievable. It scares me. One of your former players, coach. Jim Laranaga. One of your former teammates. <laughs> one of my former teammates. I'm very proud of him. One of my former teammates, I can now say, is a Division One head coach. Yeah, okay. yeah, just got his balls in a ringer. Uh, hey, I'm very, I'm very proud of Kimmy. Just keep trying to lube it up right now, big boy. You know. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I saw that. I, I heard he was in the mix. I didn't hear it was a done deal though. I'm hearing it's a done deal. All right, all right. and then we got Cade Cunningham, David. I think it's a four seed's embarrassing. I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think it's embarrassing that they're a four seed in West Virginia in the same regions a three seed, and they've just beaten them back to back games. I could not agree more. I mean, I mean, like, let's, like, and they have a better record 20 and 8 in West Virginia is 18 and 9. Like, I don't know, like, all the metrics on net and all that, but like, like let's call let's call BS when you see it. Like, that's BS, but, but it might be, uh, you know, because of the NCAA. Yeah, call B, uh, they, they don't have them in the tournament. It's nonsense. Okay. The other thing is this you got Syracuse at one and six, all right, against, and they're, they're, they're ranked as a, uh, and they're in here as an 11 seed in Louisville, and they had a Louisville had a better record, and they're not in. You know, I already heard that argument a couple different times. Yeah, but Louisville also Louisville had so many pauses. Like they 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 only played 20 games. You know, David, Louis- I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to you. I think the Midwest is the most exciting region. I like so many teams in this. It's hard to pick a Sweet 16 team. You know, I'm gonna respectfully disagree, but I don't disagree vehemently. I think it is a very good region. This is such a great region because I, of I, Rutgers. You have Houston. I love Rutgers. I, th- I think that the I think the East is the most open region when it comes to the Final Four, in my opinion. But I do agree this is filled with the most. This is the most quality in any region. I mean, David, I get I look at that two fifteen game. And I see Houston versus Cleveland State, 
and Gates has got it rolling at Cleveland State. I, you know? I, 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 I'll, I'll respectfully disagree on that one. But Great sure. win by Cleveland State in their conference final. Great, what, they were, right they were they were down. I think they were getting rocked in in the final. You gotta love the Horizon League, Spencer. Doesn't it get any better when know. it starts with they the Horizon? Have a, they, they have a big kid that's like a power forward that's excellent on Cleveland State. All right, so Spencer, I think it's the Vikings. So Spencer, it is the Vikings, Spencer. I love it. Yes, you know? Cleveland State. All right, so so Spencer, you know, you know, why don't you start us off with this region? Who's okay. your sweet sixteen? Everybody's going to come at this from a biased lens. You know, you you have Dave Ulak, who's a real college basketball expert. Yourself, Coach Dace, you're you're you've watched all these teams play. I honestly have not watched a lot of Illinois play. And it's the sort of thing where your friends are all telling you how great Illinois is, but you're going to be the guy that's going to going to rebel against the group think mentality of how Illinois is, especially Dave Ulak and 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 a couple of people. I I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking Loyola. They're my team. This reminds me of of Northern Iowa beating that Kansas team. And I, I really think that, yeah, just Illinois, I watched them against Ohio State. They look a little bit small. They don't look that athletic. I think okay, Illinois maybe. is definitely a flawed team. And they, they started off the year, and they, they weren't that great at the beginning of the season. Brad Underwood, again, this is not a team that's gone through March. This is not a team that's gone through the tournament. I really think Loyola has a great chance to, to beat Illinois. I really do with that defense. David, your reaction is priceless. Why don't you tell us what you're thinking right now? I have no problem with Spencer picking Loyola Chicago. It's just, I just feel like you might offend Kofi Cockburn at seven foot, 300 pounds, calling them small. Um, Shaquille Shilly at like 6'11", coming off the bench, calling them small. I would assume who's a bla blazing 6'5 point guard, unathletic. Um Andre Cabello, who might be the fastest guard in all of America, five-star freshman Thanks. that comes off the bench um, as unathletic. I have no problem with a loyal Chicago pick. I just love the whole a little bit small unathletic analogy for – <laughs> for um, they um, play in the Big Ten. I mean, the Big Ten is not athletic at all. You uh, nine teams in the Big Ten made the tournament. Big Ten is going to get rocked in this it's tournament. Not the SEC. We 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 know this argument. Um, Ohio State <laughs> no, is um, no. It's a Big Twelve. It's Big Twelve's world. Everybody. No, 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 no. It's um. It's Ohio State has um slow athletes. We've heard it in football before. Ohio like, State is nothing. Okay, Chris Holtman and that. No, no, team no, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Ohio State football. Yeah, yeah that. that title game was nauseating to watch yeah, i was watching i was watching the golf over that title game i was just like get to greg gumble already this this is a terrible overtime game in the big 10 championship okay so anyway i'm gonna take ohio state you know ohio state you've got me talking about ohio state jesus my, i'm gonna take illinois mm -hmm. i i am going to rock the boat a little bit here good I think Rick Barnes is gonna. Oh my God! This I, I think Rick Barnes and these guys, yeah, are gonna do really, really well. I think they're gonna put together a great game plan. I'm taking Oklahoma State into the Sweet 16. Um, so yeah, three guys for a little bit of a curve there. Um, Mike Boyd, and I think really has a team rolling. You have the best player on the floor each night. I think that they're kind of a they're them and Illinois are on a little bit. 
of a path to get to there to that Sweet 16 game. I'm taking San Diego State. It, it, it seems to be my sexy pick each year that never actually pans out, but you know I'm a sucker for it, so I'll take San Diego State and um, Houston. I don't see any of those. I don't even know how Clemson's a seven seed. Clemson can't score the ball. Rutgers is kind of up and down, to be honest with you. I think Houston's too good, but yeah. So Houston, San Diego State. Oklahoma State. San Diego Oklahoma. State's usually awesome in the tournament. They're pretty good. Yeah. They don't usually disappoint. Spencer, since you've gone with They win like one game. Spencer, you since you've gone with Loyola, you have to continue to help our viewership. Follow your trend right now. Yes. So who else are you? What are the three teams? Well, Loyola's defense. I forgot, that, I, I forgot that Um, Spencer well, didn't pick. I'm sorry, Spencer. Well, Loyola's defense is just so spectacular. It's the one of the greatest defenses I've ever seen. I mean, I can't Josh wait to Passner, see. I, Josh Passner has nightmares, he told me. Yeah, I mean, he did. He probably did. I mean, Loyola, I, 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 yeah, me and Coach have a lot riding on that that we're going to get into details on maybe next, next week. <laughs> David, Spencer is going to caddy for me. In this game, okay. So Spencer will have to caddy and walk for me uh, the seven and a half mile trek in ninety plus degree temperatures. Coach, coach, Georgia coach, Tech coach, beats them. Coach, 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 coach. Who, who's um, who's paying for the the ambulance or the the first aid service that's going to come with like a defibrillator with um Spencer the entire eighteen holes? Because at some point he might pass out. David, you know what? It might be my worst round of golf I've ever played. Spencer, go find that. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer, you got to find that ball. <laughs> Spencer, go for caddy, okay? Hey, hey, Spencer, Um, I hope you don't mind the 15-pound the training club I put in my bag. Exactly. Well, he's not using the driver. I, come on. <laughs> he told me he's retiring the driver. Spencer's, Spencer's begging me to use just the rescue and the seven iron the entire way in the putter. What about the 15-pound training club? I need the USA Kids Club set. <laughs> so anyway, okay, Spencer, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a long round. Oh, it definitely the, will be all slice. <laughs> Fuck, where's that one going? <laughs> oh, after all the golf. Oh, my goodness. In my birthday, I golfed a few, too. It'll be different. So anyway, go All right, let's go to the bottom. This is so much fun. By the way, I love Syracuse being in this tournament. I mean, me and David were texting. I mean, when they played Virginia, that was so riveting. Buddy Bayheim. I mean, the fact he's a junior, he's a really good player, coach's son. I love it. I love the Syracuse team. It's likable. Uh, with that being said, I'm also gonna I'm also gonna take the Aztecs because San Diego State, Brian Dutcher is is fantastic. They were just undefeated a couple of years ago. They have West Virginia, who is beatable. So I'm taking them to Sweet 16. So I got Houston as well. And then I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Oklahoma State and Loyola Chicago. All right. So I Spencer, you know, it's funny. I, I agree with you on mm, two and a half to three picks. OK. <laughs> All right. I, I absolutely have. I have. I, I think it's going to be, pre, be a premier matchup when you have Illinois playing Oklahoma State. However, you know my heart wants me to take Rutgers to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, really does, but but I don't know if they can get by Houston. All right, so I'm going to go Illinois, Houston, uh, Illinois, Oklahoma State, Houston, West Virginia. 
You know, let's talk about Houston coach. Okay. They are the most cursed team in recent tournament memory. Okay. They had Rob Gray, who's one of the greatest, most exciting college basketball tournament players. How did they get beat the last two times? I'll quiz you. See if you can name how they got beat. West Virginia, you're talking about? No, um, uh, that's Houston, Houston Cougars. Buzzer beater. Yes, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole with like a 40-footer. And then um, Kentucky, they lost. Great, great NBA player. One of my favorites. Tyler Hero. Well, Tyler Hero beat them, you're right. Yeah. So is it time for Houston? All right, so let's talk about the last region, the East region, which I think is – it's an interesting region. I mean, I don't think Michigan – Michigan's been solid all year. I love I love their big man, Dickerson. Um, David, but, you know, it seemed like they got a little combative. You know, obviously they're going to start off with a chump change and uh, Mount St. Mary's, you know, had by far the worst scoring percentage heading into the tournament. That's why they were 16 seed. We got Will Wade-less uh, – or Will Wade – and uh, LSU and St. Bonaventure and Mark Schmidt, uh, Colorado and Tad Boyle versus Patrick Ewing. Hey, you better know my name. I, I built this building Madison, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but, you know, he's going into Indiana where he's not so like, so he might be double ID. He might need, like, a passport, <laughs> driver's license, um, social Correct. security. Reggie Miller might be at the front door. He might be my entry there. Yeah, I'm That's sorry, right. Who are you? There you go. Who are you? Uh <laughs> Yeah, Florida State, Leonard Hamilton's done a great job against West Miller and the second generation rich uh, UNC Greensboro. Um, you got, you know, Mark Pope at, at BYU, uh, who, who will take the play of the winner of uh, whether it's whether two storied programs in Tom Izzo, nice. Michigan State versus UCLA. You got Abilene Christian, David. I know there's some love with the Southland Conference entering, entering, this, uh, entering the tournament. Is there going to be any love for Abilene Christian when, you're, when it's your turn? Uh, they play Texas and Shaka Smart. I mean, the game I think that's going to be really exciting is that seven ten matchup out of all of them is UConn versus Maryland. You know, Eric Ayala versus I, I call it Team Rio Inc. because I think all those kids live up in fucking U, at UConn anymore. Um, and that in that game in that seven ten matchup, and then huh, Coach Patino. Now we're not talking about Richard. We're talking about the original J. Wait, wait, we're not talking about Richard Patino who took himself out of the running at. Indiana, um, two hours after being fired at what was Richard Patino or Rick? No, 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 Richard Patino took himself out of the running at Indiana two hours after being fired at Minnesota. No, wasn't going to take, would not take that job, David. Just didn't like it, did not like the conference. Okay, (laughs) he was later hired, uh, by uh, Eddie Nunez down in New Mexico. But his dad, his dad's still in the tournament, by the way, Spencer, real quick. Yes. Coach Patino, Richard Patino, Rick Patino, is one of three coaches to lead five teams to the NCAA tournament. Can you name the other two? Are they in this tournament? No. Uh, one oh, is. yes, yes, yes. One, one is. is. One is. Let's go with uh, Calvin Sampson. Nope. Mm. Roy Williams. Mm. <sighs> you're not going to get it if you're guessing those two. You're, 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 you're far off the eight ball. You're like in you're in another time zone. Dana. Dana Hartman. All right. All right. David? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I think we already talked about this, but um, I knew one of them off the bat, and then you told me the other one. But um, Tubby Smith was the one I knew off the bat. 
And then um, Lon Kruger. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Lon Kruger has been everywhere, and that one makes a lot of sense. UNLV, <laughs> Tulsa, Tulane, uh, Illinois. Yeah, he's been everywhere. All right, so let's let's break down this region. So, so, David, why don't you lead off? I am going to pick last on this one. Okay. All right. I am going to pick last. Uh, there's going to be no piggybacking off of this stuff. Well, I don't think, you know, David, I mean, let's see. I'm trying to look at none of us. Don't worry about it. Just pick your picks. Spencer, you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. Up top, I got the Bonnies, St. Bonaventure. <laughs> Mark Schmidt is deaf. David, Mark Schmidt's going to Indiana if this happens. I had St. Bonaventure because Will Wade, you know, I, I love him because he's a villain. I, I love the villains of college basketball, um, like Marshall Henderson, Greg Marshall. All, all the villains are great. And Will Wade just – he always seems to get away, and and he's just, he's just fun to have in college basketball. But I feel like LSU, they've been so inconsistent this year. Obviously, smart in Camp Thomas. It's a really fun team to watch, but I feel like St. Bonaventure is that nicer story. And then Michigan, I've been down on Michigan the last several weeks. I don't even think they're very good. You also have their coach, um, their coach Howard. He didn't get suspended for almost punching a guy. Um, I, I, yeah, it's way too soon for Michigan. The Bonnies are more experienced. And then, you know what we're doing? We are then going. This is going to be a really fun game in the Sweet 16. Got to ride the hot hand. Pat Ewing in the Sweet 16. Patrick Ewing in the Sweet 16. And um, so St. Bonaventure versus Georgetown. I, I, I have it. Georgetown going into this. And then on the bottom, that is unbelievable because you have Texas. You have you have Alabama and UConn. I think that these teams are all great. Um, it, it, like if UConn was playing Ohio State, I think UConn easily wins. I'm still taking UConn. I'm taking UConn and the Longhorns. So that that's that's the bottom that I have. I love it, Spencer. I you know I agree with you on one of your picks. Um, one out of the four. I do. I, I love I love it. Obviously, David, I, I'm going to say this from my perspective. There's two games that I really like in this entire bracket, and that's the Alabama versus uh, Iona game, and then it's the UConn-Maryland game. So I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Bobby Hurley's got his team running. I think the guys are healthy. I'm going to take Danny, him. Danny, Danny, St. Yeah, Bennett. Coach Danny Hurley. Yeah, Danny Hurley, you know, the yes, okay. By the way, you know he turned down Rutgers because they didn't think it was a good enough job. No, and he's actually probably. Uh, I know we can argue all day. He's probably still been right at this point. And yeah, and I, I root for Steve Peichel and uh, and my guy Will at Rutgers to get the Sweet Sixteen. But I'm just glad they're dancing. So uh, they're doing a good job up there. Rutgers doing a great job. Danny, right. you know Danny and Nate Oates too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going against Nate Oates in this one. Um, I actually root for Coach Patino, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to go with UConn at coming out of there. And I am going to go with BYU. Uh, company. Whoa. whoa. BYU. That's my woke pick of the week. Okay. And I'm going to go Florida State, Michigan. All right. All right. I will work my way from the bottom up here. I'm taking Alabama. We're going to roll, roll tight. I think there's a very hard team to guard. They spread you out and – they seem to be able to score the ball in every way. Javon Quinterly is playing like a top three to four point guard in the nation right now. He comes off the bench. 
Yeah. Um, SEC player of the year, wasn't it? For no. a newcomer of the year. He was, he, he was the SEC Newcomer of the Year, SEC Tournament MVP. I mean, they have the SEC Player of the Year also in Herbert Jones, who's dynamic big. Um, next one I'm going to go – I'm going to stay a little bit chalky here. I think Texas will get through. Um, we're going to go through. We're going we're gonna to go some more chalk. Don't want anyone to piggyback off this, Florida State. And then I'm going to take a page out of Spencer's book, but just a little bit different. This is a team that I think has a sneaky path to the Final Four, a team that I really like the way they looked in a loss on Sunday. It's um, LSU, I think. I think Can you imagine the NCAA? They have to give one way to I think there's a little bit of storyline in this one. There's, um, I think that this is Will Wade's last year with LSU. I think, he, I think that this will be the – I don't think he makes it through the summer. And I could be dead wrong. It seems like it always seems like the last three that you know he will be done at the end of the year. I truly believe by some of the reports that this will be his last stand. He's got a very good group with um, Cam Thomas, Tristan Wofford, Javante Smart, who is the wild complete wild card to this team. But you know if he gets it going, he's a junior. He's an upperclassman. You know. I have made – if they win this game against Bonnie's, I have major concerns of where Michigan is without Isaiah Livers. Uh, I think I agree with you. I agree with you. If I think they can get by this weekend and they get Rivers back. They could be a real threat, but that's why. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just don't know that – I just don't know that they're good enough to beat Bonaventure or LSU without them, even though they, they played Ohio State really close, you know. I think Dickinson's a great player. Point guard Mike Smith has been better and better. Transfer from Columbia, I believe. Um, you know, Trudier Brown from Wake Forest comes off the bench, hits a lot of threes. You know, so Michigan's good. But, yeah, I, I like LSU. Uh, I think this is like Will Wade's middle fingers in the air to the NCAA. Maybe it's just something I'm rooting for, even though, like, I'm not a big Will Wade fan. I just think it's funny how he's never been charged with anything in – now he's about to be, it feels like, and this could be his final four run. So I kind of now I'm rooting for the villain. I feel like Spencer on this one. Yes. Why? Why would you? Why would they fire? Because isn't oh, Scott? You, Wood- yeah, there's a lot of things coming out that like they're about to be imposed with all the penalties and their- oh 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 tournament penalties. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, that sucks, yeah. man. Yeah. So I think that this is oh, like Woodward. I think this is the off season where he actually gets hit with actual sanctions, and I could be I could be dead wrong. But it's Coach O and and Woodward, I mean, or, or LSU is like the one athletic department that that you want to go to because they'll they'll have your back. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that, 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 that's my um Sweet Sixteen pick for that. I love it. He's I love still it, in. David. Okay, so revisionist history right now. When yeah. You think, when you think of like one tournament game that you'd watch. Tomorrow, just to get you ready for the tournament, what would it be? Like, like back in the day. Yeah. Um. Well, certainly wouldn't be 2013 Northwestern State versus Florida. I think that was about 32 point loss. Um. For Northwestern State, very uninspiring effort by the Demons that night. Um. You didn't respect your playing time. You were on the field 30. You were on the court 30 minutes. You would have won that game. Yeah, no, no. If I was on the court 30 minutes, um, Coach Mike probably would have been fired on the spot. Um, Coach Coach McConaughey does a great job at Northwestern State. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. One game 
Yeah, I remember. Now this is just no no one would probably rem remember this game. It's um, you know, it's kind of the game that maybe really built my love for the NCAA tournament was. I can't even tell you the year, but Seton Hall beats Temple to go to the Sweet 16. Ty Shine. Jesus, how how you were going deep? That's like how were you even how old were you? For, I was having like second grade, first, second grade. Ty Shine. Shaheen Holloway got her really bad ankle injury. Ty Shine just lights up on um, Felipe Sparks. No. Um Felipe, Felipe Sanchez. Pepe, yeah. Pepe Sanchez. Yep. I, yeah, Pepe I Sanchez. And I just remember being a young kid going crazy, like living and dying by every possession. I remember Ty Shine with the bucket at the end of the game wow. to beat Oregon State to send them to that round of 32. And it was just really inspiring. And it's really something that really just made my love for basketball become even more. Spencer. Oh my God! I could go an hour on this topic. I'll just go like uh, one game. Okay. All right, I'll do the game I remember. Um, but I want to give an honorable mention to the two thousand no, game. West Virginia. I loved uh, Kevin Pitsnoggle was my favorite. You know, the first guy oh, wow. that I really watched. Joe Mike Gansey, and Kevin Pitsnoggle, and John Beeline. That was like maybe the most fun team. Fine. I'm going with my pick. It's Villanova over Pittsburgh in the Elite Eight. Scotty Reynolds floater. Running, running it. Uh, I remember. I, I know love exactly that. Pick, Spencer. And how about Pittsburgh? LeVance Fields, one of what a great college point guard. Like he looked like he weighed like 250. You had Dewan Blair and Brad Wanamaker still in the league. That was just an epic team, an epic game in the Elite Eight. So I'll go with that one. That's Yeah, two good games. David, really good game. Spencer, obviously, you know, I mean, there's, I, I can tell you a story. I remember, uh, and I don't want to pick this as my game, but uh, when I, she, Christian Leitner shot, I remember I was probably nine, 10 years old. Maybe uh, I'm going to have to be honest with you, coach. I, I got hard on Spencer. You, you Now you're doing the honorable mention stuff. You got to pick one. Oh, come on, this is coach's podcast. Yeah, that's mine too. Pain of the times. All right. So I'm going to be hard on you. I've got to dish out the pain the same way. Oh, man. I'm going to go back to the Kansas-Syracuse game. You created this topic. All right, go ahead. Especially notice the difference is I actually let him get the words in. Thank God. 2003. I remember exactly where I was when uh, – Hakeem Ward blocks the shot. Yep. Nick, and the change – I knew exactly where I wanted to be. And uh, I know where I was at that time, ironically. Uh and, and where I am today has everything to do with that because I knew exactly I wanted to get in college hoops and the opportunity to coach a number of pros, great players like yourself and even better people. And then to uh, continue to work in the game for the last 17, 18 years, honored to do so. So, um, boys, we're going to have some fun. I can't wait to see you guys over the weekend. We're going we're gonna to watch some games together. You know, Spencer, the bet is on. Who's, who's going to be your favorite caddy, you know? It's going to be interesting. David, uh, always, always good time, but maybe we'll reconvene at this time next. No, actually, we'll be maybe we're I think we might have a, we, we, we might have a special guest next week. So Friday is the greatest day of the year. Uh, I think it's, I think it is. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys stay healthy. David, the madness is back in March. Okay. Basketball alive and well, the seedings are set. I mean, tonight we had some great NIT, which is always like the great appetizer to the NCAA tournament. So it was great.
Yeah, I missed all that. But um, yeah, yeah. it's not the point. It's just like that little, like at least for me, it's like you know a little bit of um, it's like a little bit of chips and salsa before even the real appetizer. <laughs> but it's just like you know they give you the the free um chips and salsa at the Mexican restaurant yep. that you never really order. That's what yeah. the idea is for me. All right, David, real quick, what's the game that you're gonna look for? You can't wait to see Who, who's in the first round. Um. The, the game that I can't wait to see, let me look. I'm just going to take one more glance to the bracket before I say this to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. That's why I'm going to ask you the same question, so like, be prepared. Okay, so, um, I, I, honestly, my original answer is one that you might have had a wager on, but the game that, because I don't want to steal that momentum, it's um, honestly, it's going to be North Carolina, Wisconsin. Wow. Okay. Spencer, what's the game? Well, we're going full on. The bet. The golf bet, Loyola, Georgia Tech. Okay, all right. My game. Okay, I know we're we're running out of time, but we're gonna cut soon. I'm looking at the seven ten matchup, UConn Maryland. David, real quick, four thirteen and five twelve seem to be the most upsetting seeds in the in the conference. There's of the of those eight games. What are you looking for? Are, the four thirteen game, real quick. We'll go through uh, four thirteen out of the uh, West region is Virginia Ohio. Obviously, you guys think that Ohio could make a play, correct? Yeah, I, I think Ohio is definitely uh, like due to circumstance. Ohio could definitely be a play. Okay, Florida State, Greensboro, UNC, Greensboro, is that a play? I, I think it's definitely a possibility. Uh, I'm picking I, I, half my brackets. I, okay. I disagree, but you know, it's not, I'm not. Nah. Oregon State, Liberty. Does Liberty have a chance? No, Oklahoma State. I I think that this Oklahoma is State. I think this is a chance. By the way, to be a bracket buster. Okay, Purdue, North Texas. David, no. Um, I, I think there's a chance there. Okay, so now we're gonna go to five twelve real quick, and we'll wrap this thing up. Five twelve. We're looking at uh, Creighton versus UCSB, and Joe Pasternak. Is that a game that Joe Pasternak can, you know? Steal one. I actually, uh, I know Spencer picked. I actually see this as no chance. I think Creighton, after getting embarrassed the way they did, will respond and at least win that game. Spencer, who that'll put a lot of pressure on the round of thirty-two. Um, but I think that USCP, <laughs> you know, I, I think Creighton's headspace is not right. So you think it's going to happen? Yes. Okay. Once again, myself. you're picking against Let's your Let's jinx, jinx myself. Let's okay. jinx myself. Okay, then you got the Colorado-Georgetown. We already know where you stand with Georgetown. Spencer, what about you, David? Does Patrick Ewing continue? Uh, I, I'll put it this way. Colorado was very disappointing in the Pac-12 championship to a team that I think Georgetown's better than Oregon State. So, yeah, I think there is chance. I think Georgetown's playing great basketball at the right time of the year. So there is chance. That they're going to be Colorado. Okay. Okay, then we go to the other 5-12 matchup. Tennessee, your love for Kimmy English versus Oregon State, the Beavers. You think that you, no chance, right? I actually don't think there's a chance because I, I think that this is the classic. Um, unlike Georgetown, for some, I'm contradicting myself, but this is the – Coach, this is the high major that just gets hot in the, in the conference tournament, and Tennessee kind of looks good right now. So, I think – I, I I actually tend to agree with Spencer on this one. I think that when you have two teams, when you have the bigger team, like, you know, these 12-5 upsets or, you know, those 4-13, I think it happens with contrasting styles. Oregon State and Tennessee are, like, the same team, just Tennessee is a lot better, a lot more athletic, and I think it's going to be a hell of a matchup for Oregon State to really do much with it. I, I actually expect Tennessee to cover this game. All right, then we got the hobbling Villanova Wildcats versus Winthrop. 
Anyway. <laughs> uh, I pick one too. But this could one. this could be a public special where you know that team that everyone loves and they flame out. Okay. That happens quite a bit, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. So you're so you're so you're going you're going. I'll go Villanova. I will. All right. Is okay. Throughout the first round game, is there anyone that's going to be a, a surprise? We're going to go. This is Cinderella. This is FGCU. Who's going to make it to the dance? Is there a team that you guys are looking at right now and saying, da 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 da? da they're making their they're ma- they're making they're making that magical run as a high seed. Anybody that you can see that D- David? Can you see a uh, same fun adventure make that move? Spencer, obviously, I'm, I think that I threw a lot of those little guys at the board. I, I mean, I guess if we're calling St. Bonaventure, like, is LSU a Cinderella? No. Eight and a nine. It's, it's not that different. Like, so St. Bonaventure is not a Cinderella then. Dave, let's talk. How about Syracuse? I'm going to throw some teams quick. Syracuse, David. Is that really Cinderella, Cinderella then? Like, the, I've. I think, yeah, like, I'm, I'm looking at it like a Moorhead State type of team. Okay. So, like, 14 and under. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go 13, 13. Sure. Or 12. How about how about Colorado and Florida State? I think they're flawed. I, I think Greensboro can can maybe get through or something. Or, or right, yeah, Greensboro. So right, Greensboro, David. As I said, I picked Winthrop to get to the Sweet 16. There you go. All right, David, let's take it out. We've been on the phone for about an hour. We've been on the show for about an hour. All right. We're excited. The madness begins tomorrow night with the first four. David, let's hear that famous moment, the favorite music. All right. Until next time, David, what is this? It's changing the times. Good job, boys. We'll see you next week.